live. I'm on the Hoops Podcast, show with the fresh opinions views on the world's most beautiful game. I'm your host, Greg. I'm here with the homie, Brian T.K. Bleak. And we are back with another episode. Boys, how do we feel? I'm feeling good, man. Get back in the gym. Some of my kids. Mm-hmm. Try to practice social distancing as much as possible, but in a basketball setting, I don't know how well that goes. So, just happy to be back in the gym, though. Yeah, it's like pressure to basketball, but we can't bring it in to say team on three. Like, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty backwards, like pretty backwards in my opinion. But I'm just chilling. Uh, enjoyed. I would say, I enjoyed my Saturday yesterday. Exactly. We all enjoyed a Saturday. Good yeah. Saturday. Good Saturday. I enjoy every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling, bro? How you feeling? Um, not gonna say good. <laughs> that would be a lie. I'm just feeling, I don't know. I think right now, that that's the hardest question I've had to answer for like the last couple of months is how I'm feeling. Let's, pro- let's provide some joy for you this week. Hey, this man. Pod, you know? Yeah. No shout out to the boy Dunkman Keith on the audio. We didn't do that to begin with. Um, For those who are watching, we're going to be up front. We ain't got a docket today, you know? So, so we do our best work. No docket pod part two. Um, I really, one, I've been super busy. I've been super busy. Um, we got new lights in here. So we got the lights. I've been testing those out, making sure, you know, we didn't get gypped. Um, and then I've been working crazy. So I really didn't have time to kind of like work on a whole doc, good, if you will. I'm it's sorry if y'all feel like I let y'all down. Yeah, we, we just come here to talk, man. It, <laughs> it don't <laughs> matter we do. whether we got the topics or not. Mm-hmm. All right. So long, as long as y'all trust me, as long as we good. Um, there's only one thing worth talking about, um, not worth talking about, but only one thing of note in the news, and that is uh, Don Maker's younger brother um, making a huge decision to uh, sign with uh, Howard. Um, is it Maker Maker Maker? Yeah, Maker yeah, Maker. Maker Maker. I didn't want to say it wrong. My apologies. So Maker Maker um, going to Howard. There's only one person in his room. Um, he's been. I hate to do this because every time you tell Tamani he's right. Nah, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Oh, so T, you called. He was I going called there? it. I was. He I called remember, a five star this yeah, year. Yeah, I said he called it's gonna it. be a five star going really soon to one of these HBCUs. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what y'all had brought five. up. Like some of them. Yeah. Uh, just do a fill out for publicity, and they never go like drop text for. Not saying that he was doing a fill out. I don't know where that man's head was at, but right. Yeah, I say it's gonna be a five star going really soon. Like I can feel the change now. Do I know if Mikey's gonna go next? Who knows? That's still years away. Right. Well, I knew the five star was going to soon, and I would have bet money it's Howard because it's Howard. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people kind of um, when the news dropped, a lot of people were excited, but then they automatically turned to, uh, let's. Remember the other HBCUs as well. And it's like, okay, we get it. Can we just enjoy this? We don't moment? have enough five stars to spread around to every yeah, HBCU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just be glad an HBCU got one. Yeah, like, can we just enjoy this moment? Like, like, like Morris Brown, y'all got drumline. Let's, you're, you're, <laughs> when the, when are they the, real? When, yeah, they are. They are. Morris I, Brown College is real. I think, yeah, they actually no, are. No, one of them isn't real. I think it was the one that Nick Cannon was The one at. Nick Cannon was on? A- Atlanta okay, A&T okay. is not real. Okay, I'm about yeah, to say yeah, yeah. Nah, I remember that. I remember Morris Morris one of them not being real. Yeah, real. Atlanta A&T is not real. But Morris Brown is real. <laughs> yeah, Morris Brown, Morris Brown is real. Yeah, all right. Okay, still believe that. You, I, I always knew they were real. You just had me question everything. Exactly. I, no, I, I, questioned, sure. I questioned it because I remember someone telling me, like, 
Don't believe Drumline. One of them isn't real. So I didn't know so the actual. So you didn't actual, know which one? Yeah. The one Nick Cannon is on. Well, that <laughs> I makes would sense. just guess. It makes sense. So, um, how do y'all feel about McClure making his decision? Y'all just. I mean, like I said, I'm definitely excited. I mean, like I said, seeing a top prospect go to a HBCU, something like I said we had talked about. I know me and Leek were kind of on the fence about it because, like I said, we kind of more so on that aspect of HBCUs need to step their game up a little bit. Tamar was right. He called it. Good job. <laughs> so, I mean, this is definitely an exciting thing. Um, I really hope it works out for him. Like, that's my That's, that's where my I was going to go next with like, it, too. I really hope this works out for him. He's going to a team that went 4-29. They haven't had a winning season since 2001. Um, I mean, but the belief is five-star guys like that, I'm pro anywhere I go. That, so that's his his belief is probably going into this. Is, as long as we have a decent year, especially with my NBA ties already with my brother, well, I'm right. pro regardless. So, and this is why I say what I mean it works out. Like I said, he's going to go pro regardless. What I say about working out is I hope this doesn't hurt his draft stock. And that's what it, that's yeah. And I that's, mean, it, it very well possibly could. And that's my fear. And that's in Trupatello, that would be the way for the NCAA for NBA to discourage other athletes from going to HBCUs. Like, oh, you want to do this? All right, well, instead of going top five, you're gonna go top twenty. We're gonna hurt your bag in the long run. Mm. I don't know if they would aggressively attack it like that. Like, I think his stock, if it gets hurt, is just uh coming from. Um, everything that's just going on with the actual team, regard not necessarily politics in his draft stock, and it's because his play made his draft stock or whatever was going on with the team made his draft stock uh drop. But well, that I mean, like I said, they don't even have to be aggressive about it. Just the way you said it, like his play, like if he, you're going to Howard, a team that is already bad in a bad conference. If you don't dominate, yeah. Like he has to dominate but from I day he's one. Going to hoop, like he's gonna hoop. Out. I hope so. Like I, said, I, think I, he I hope he does. I, I would just take the bet that he he will hoop rather than he's going to mm. be underwhelming or just look regular in a weaker conference. Like my like my point is he can't just look good. He, yeah, has, he has to, to look like the best. Great. Player. Yeah. He yeah. Has to look yeah. Great. For sure. And I think he one. can. I think he can. I, like I, said, I think he has that talent. Yeah. But if anything goes wrong, the draft stock is going to take. Yeah. Hit. At this point, it's like two strikes against you. Exactly. That's my only fear. And and like B said, the idea for this concept of working out meaning he's still going first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it drops his stock, and I mean there could be a multitude of ways they could kind of nick at him. Uh, even from a passive standpoint, it could be oh they nobody. they could automatically say they're gonna say he doesn't play anybody. So even if he does cook, they're gonna be like he who does he play on a nightly basis? But that's if the NCAA is trying to hurt the narrative. I think the NBA would love for somebody to come out of the HBCU and get drafted in the lotto. I don't think and I'm not saying he's I don't in the lotto material really even if we're going. But I'm I'm saying, like, we talk about the NBA all the time. We talk about narratives. Right. This will be a wonderful narrative during a time where the NBA has been at the forefront of all the social injustices going on in terms of sports. Right. Uh, how they deal with things in comparison to the number one uh, sport in America in football. Like, the disparity is there. Right. So, if the NBA can get a five-star kid, come out in the HBCU and get drafted into the lotto, it makes him look extremely well. So, I can see both sides of how he could fall, and I can see somehow he just gets bumped because of the narrative. But I think his talent is there where he's going to get drafted in the first round if he plays to what I think he could play. I think, and I think our culture, um, 
and it's both black culture and food culture has to normalize kids picking schools for the schools. Um, he's a great basketball player. Maybe he picked Howard because he liked the to experience Howard, the school, not necessarily the basketball program, but the school. I have no issues with that. I actually applaud that. Like a lot of kids go to the Dukes, go to the Kansas, all of that solely based off the program itself. And then you ask them about the school, like the actual experience of the school, and they don't want to tell you anything or they can't tell you anything because they the only thing they really involved themselves in or really tied themselves to was the athletic aspect. To to point, not to cut you off, but to point a picture at a D1 program that's like that, we were talking about Mississippi State and how the running back there wanted the, the flag to be changed. I think it's Kylan Hill. Yeah, Kylan Hill. He wanted to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Kylan Hill, he wanted to, the flag to be changed mm-hmm. for like the next season or like maybe there was a threat of him transferring or whatever. The flag got changed. I'm not sure how big of an influence he had, but he was one of the biggest voices from that area and pushing right. for things, but that's a perfect example of how somebody probably chose the school for the program rather than the school itself. Right. Because you can look at it and you can see states like Mississippi being historically racist, states like Alabama being historically racist. Like, of course, like racism is racism, but mm-hmm. the depth of it and the and the all varied, all yeah. varied where and you at. Yeah, we're talking about like the deep south. So of course, like black kids who decide to to go to colleges and in areas like that, probably like ninety percent just choosing the program, thinking like, what's gonna get me to the pros? Right. So you have to look at another kid who's gonna be like, well, what's gonna make me in this moment where I can hopefully do both, where I can be comfortable and still make the pros or right. achieve my dreams or some 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 like that. Because we see kids always choosing uh, schools as well for education. Yeah. So it's different reasons to go to schools other than just the program itself. I see mm-hmm. where you're coming from. Right. Like. I remember um, senior year, I was looking at schools and all that in the third, and my dad was like, we're not going to pick the school based off of your comfort level. We're not going to, we're going to pick it off of what's going to make you a better individual when you come out. If you're going to go to college, what school are you going to go to that's going to make you a better individual when you step out of there? And so I think that's what we have to do. So if McCurran Maker chose Howard for those reasons that this is going to help round me out in some areas or I get to experience something that I haven't experienced before in some areas. I know I can hoop. I know I can shoot from 20 feet. I know my handle, all that. I, I'm very aware of my basketball game and I know what needs to happen there. But in terms of the other aspects of my life, maybe I haven't seen all or witnessed enough or can speak to enough. For sure. Um, what you're speaking on right now is just saying that he's not a basketball player. He's a young man. Exactly. He has exactly. a life on the court. He has a life outside of the court. And the decisions in his life don't always have to be based on strictly basketball. Right. It's a win. And it's a win to me. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, win to me, I think, is a win for the culture. I think we're going to see it, like you said, Kamon said before. We saw it soon. He was right. Um, I think we'll see. <laughs> I think we'll also see more. That's the last time. No, it's not. I've been right about a lot of stuff, right and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be right about Jesus. some more stuff, man. I'm gonna be right about some more stuff. Jesus. All right. So, um, that's that. Shout out McCormick. Shout out Howard. Um, continue to look at those schools, young men, young women. Um, don't don't not consider them just because the program. HBCUs definitely step your game up, though. Yeah, because for sure. if you're not the best option, like. 
I don't want kids going there. I want them to do what's best for them right. as individuals. But step your game up so we can attract these kids from our own community to stay within our community and uplift it and build it. But shout <laughs> out for him being the first in, in this recent wave. Right. If Whoever. he goes if he goes first round, you'll you could see this happening now. Yeah. Oh, I he, think he's gonna go first if round. If he if he if it doesn't, I don't know if it'll ever happen. Where is he ranked now? Uh he's a projected second round pick though. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think that has to do a lot with his brother. Um part of his and that's brother. Un- that's unfair, but I mean it's, it's not unfair, but it's true. Like for one, this kid's not a wreck like it was already Don had age issues coming in. Right. This kid's going to get the same thing. I've seen him in person. Um, he played on an Adidas team last year uh, mm-hmm. called Dream Vision out in California. Uh, so I watched him. They actually played loaded 17s. Um, and a kid right here, a local kid, Richmond, going to Duke, Henry Coleman, like he did a great job guarding that kid, uh, McCurr. And I mean, McCurr is kind of falling into that thing of, a lot of bigs right now, as soon as you're tall and skinny, you halfway can run correctly. They want to call, like, call you KD. Right. So sometimes he was getting pushed out 18 to 20 feet doing things that like good defensive teams are like, I'm cool with you in and out cross, showing me a step back. Like That's not making me work at any type of way. Right. So, I mean, just seeing that, like what I will say McCurr does very well, he moves very, very. He moves better than Thon did. He's a fluid athlete. Like extremely. Like he'll catch face up. Like he has pro movements, mm-hmm. but sometimes he tries to do too much of like what looks like a pro. But what he doesn't realize is pros are who they are because they do the fundamental stuff at a very, very high level. Mm-hmm. He's trying to hit fourth quarter KD shots in the first quarter when it's time to just get yourself a rhythm. Like. And that's a testament to just how basketball culture. Yeah, it's changing. Like, it's not just him. It's, not it's just every kid. Yeah, it's, it's over the top. If you look at any of the top stars in high school, like it's a, a get busy attitude where it's right. like I have to show my full bag at all moments, even if it's not necessary. Yeah, right. Um, I think two reasons why that is. Um, two things we can, that's been a service and a disservice. One would be the workouts, like the we watch athletes and pros work out and you see them going through all these different series of moves before they lay it up and, and there's no defense there and all that in the third and you see them working out and all that so kids have pretty much adopted that aspect um not only to the workouts but they also took it to the court not understanding that yo before kobe did all those um or before you can name any player before kd or any of Lillard, the greats did any of the great things they did right. the basic things right like, it was always, I'm trying to get to this spot. And if I can get to that spot in two dribbles, I'm going there. Like, I think one of the best examples, as much as a lot of us hate him, is James Harden. James Harden is going one way, downhill. Now, if you cut him off, that depends on what he's going to do. But at the end of the day, he's going downhill. He's trying to get two points and the foul. That's always been his goal. Now, his combat and all that in, in terms of, you know, the behind the backs and the, if you want to call him travels. He talks mm-hmm. to the ref, and I travels. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it's all dependent on that. So, I think sometimes pros and being able to see pros that well or um, in that space mm-hmm. kind of done a disservice to the younger players. Mm-hmm. For sure. But that's, that's just his main thing. Um, I think if he goes to the MEAC and is like, I'm going to dominate from a simple standpoint, he can be 20 and 15 a night. Mm. every night in there. I will say that he could. Now, on the defensive end, 
he's there when he wants to be. When he is locked in, like, and as well as he moves, he's a defensive presence. But the main thing is, does he feel like doing it in that moment? Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting. If the kid is locked in, he could he could destroy the conference. But if he's not, if he gets there and in August he's already thinking about next June and he's not going hard, it could hurt him all the way around. Mm. Yeah, uh, like I said, when I like I said, I've seen him play a couple times. Like to me, like I said, I kind of agree with it. Like he falls into this trap of he wants to be the next KD, he wants to be the next like tall, skinny superstar that can show he can handle the rock, shoot from thirty. To me, I don't know if you'll agree, Lee. He reminds me more. He's a dark skinned Lori Markman. Like I feel like that would be his best. That's a wonderful description. Wow, I no never thought about that. And the first time Brian spoke, Luke agreed. You said dark skinned Lori. A dark skinned Lori Markman. Like, I feel like that's is, gonna be. I feel like that's what he's gonna be from in the a league. movement Tamana's standpoint. Lee and Brian agree. We're not gonna. All this is happening. Oh yeah, I don't like this part. No more. I don't like it. What is the All this happening in one day. That's all I'm saying. A lot is happening in one day. That's more shocking than me being right. Nah, that's nah. From a movement standpoint, like I could definitely see Dark. Got the shooting. Got the shooting ability. Can put it on the floor, but not as well as Lori. Not as well as I mean, Lori's a pro. Like Lori came over even at Arizona. He was shooting that day. Like that's true. That shot is pure. Like not thumb, but like McCurr will not shoot the ball. Unless he's been putting in some work that I haven't seen from last July, mm-hmm. I don't expect him to shoot the ball as well as he did that freshman year at Arizona. I, I can agree with that. So. That's a great, that's a great comparison. And get Laurier somewhere else, man, because Boylan is just like no, Boylan, we've been, Boylan, we've talked Boylan, about Boylan, 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 Boylan gone. So just bring in the coach. We've talked about Boylan a lot, I, and I'll, I'll be the one to say I gave Boylan a slight pass at the beginning of the season. And yeah, after this season, I was on. and after this season, <laughs> I'm like, I'm hey, I said he had to jump. go. <laughs> nah, I told I, gave him a I told pass. T, and I'm like, nah. on that team. I told T yes, what, sure. what they were doing with Kobe White with his minutes. It's like, yo, he wants to be full time, but they're giving him part time hours. Was, but like seven games, it was like a six, seven games straight where he averaged thirty off the bench. It was ridiculous. Why, from a long, from a long term development standpoint, why are we starting Zadaransky over him? I mean, if you're trying to win. We're not winning win. with Zadaransky. Definitely not going to win with Kobe and Zach. But, but together, let's. Like. But, but I mean, you haven't even seen it. They close out that. It plays to their point. Let's get better if, for the if future. If we got Thomas Zadaransky in the game, we're not winning. You might as well put Kobe in the game and not win and let him get his burn. Exactly. And I, see, like, give him Zach a shot. Of course, doesn't like it either way. We <laughs> know but the roster is the roster, so we, Zach's got to live. We yeah. know Zadaransky's ceiling is a backup point guard. Yeah. Let's see. Let's give Kobe's first bum 50 games that we got. And we, I actually want to go into another topic from this <laughs> and see what he has. But kind of bouncing into the next one, what do we think about this whole second bubble idea? Where they're giving the oh, eight bottom teams. We, I don't even like we, the first bubbles. We yeah. mentioned it the first time. We mentioned the last episode. Last episode didn't drop because um, technical difficulties in terms of editing. But um, the second bubble in Chicago is dumb. I don't know. I, I don't know any other words to that. Yeah. I, the, the first one. I is wanted to be dumb. more educated with my no. my terms. And, you no. know, kind of like make it sound better. I'll, I'll look up. It doesn't. Does the it second one is like idiotic. Like it's, yeah, it's it doesn't it's, make sense. It's frustratingly stupid. It's the has no brain cells left to to work. It can. It's, it's dumb. In the weirdest way, what does it serve? That's my question. Develop? No, it doesn't serve anything. I'm not even gonna use. There what are, I'll say this: there it's, are it's guys. Dumb. And T, I was telling you this because we were talking about the one guy, um, Jalen Adams, who Portland is bringing down there. He was on there. I think playing on a G League team. He was like first team all G League, but he's going down there. Okay. I could see Chicago serving a purpose for 
two-way guys that didn't get a G League playoffs. And then guys that think about dudes that were in the middle of a 10-day, just signed a 10-day, was about to get a 10-day right when all this stuff started. Oh, I'm not saying it can't It can help those dudes. Because Steph and them, I'm cool with the 18 bubble. Steph, if you're a halfway decent player on your team, you don't have to show up. But let that be summer you league, know, if anything. It, it serves a purpose developmentally in basketball. Like, sure, even we starting this season does if you're thinking about just basketball terms. But we're not just thinking about basketball. We're thinking about a global pandemic where we were watching the uh, – what tournament were we watching last night? The TBT. The TBT but tournament, doing... and they were using type of language to like avoid yeah. saying that players tested positive for corona. It would mm. be like, oh, his to- his corona results is why he's not playing. We understand that means he was corona positive. Mm-hmm. If three players on every team is like that, you're going to be like, yo, this joint is going I, around. I will say what is good about the TBT, though, how just listening to what they were talking about yesterday, how they did protocol prior to guys getting on the floor was really good. I think you had to pass like five tests in a span of like a couple of weeks to be able to play. And then when they get there, yeah. extreme though. To tell me I got to pass five coronavirus tests to get on the court for the TBT, like, well, I'm still putting myself at risk. Like it's, like I said, the reason why I don't even want the regular, I can't sit here and be like, yo, let's start a second bubble. If I hate the first one. Right. Right, uh, like TBT shouldn't be playing either, in my opinion. Like none of these things should be happening. I looked at it from a developmental standpoint. I see where Leak is coming from. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can see why that why that could work. I've been looking at the first bubble, and some of the teams in the first bubble need to get traded out. Like Washington, facts. Brooklyn just needs not to go. Washington, yeah. nobody Brooklyn. on the team is going. They just right. need to scrap it. Like Brooklyn need to get traded out. I don't know who's replaced with them. I, you might as well throw the Warriors in. It. It's all. It's been said. This is all about the money. If we're all about the money, throw the Warriors back in with Steph Clay and Draymond. Now, if we all about money. I just <laughs> it's all about the money. And like, you're you're right. They can't do that. They but can't. Right. I know they can't. Yeah, like, you're but right. It's all about no, the money. We try no, to make money. Throw the Warriors in there. Like there is no reason Brooklyn should be there. I'm questioning if Washington is there. Only reason why I want Washington because I know Bradley Beal's gonna go off. But Bradley Beal acting like he don't want to go yeah, there. So it's I like, don't know. and then now, why have him? Why have him there? If if it's almost like who from Brooklyn because. Spence might not even be able to go. So it's DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre is not going. Kyrie. Wilson's not going. Wilson Taylor's not going. I had the list pulled up. Um, It's like five. There's five. Everybody in the moment not going. Only person of note that I think is going, I think, is Karis LeVert. Yeah, Karis and Jared Allen are going. Go home. (laughs) Go home, bro. You you ain't got to be here. Like. And that's unfortunate. It's not me like trying to be disrespectful to the I rest of the world. I would love for you guys to be able to play. Really? I'm just sorry that there's so much going on in the world right now where I don't think basketball should yeah. be putting you at risk like this. But the second bubble has to hold, carry some type of weight. But outside of just being developmental, it has to carry some weight. Some chip weight. Yeah, it got it got to draft positioning. Yeah, it got to it got to be something. If it it can't be just like all oh, these G League players are playing. Cause then that's, that might as well be summer league on NBA TV. That's what they're trying and to make it. They're just trying to increase their bread opportunity. There's no point. There's no point in doing that unless I'm watching Trey go for fifty. It's no point in doing it. Why would Trey go? Trey go for 50. Why would Trey go? What Trey want to lose? Trey serve I mean, that, he said on most kids. He, he, he just wants to play. I, mean, I like, get it. I Trey, saw a video of him. He was he, out at Oklahoma he, Pro Am. Hey, I know he can say that. 
his agent and all his people gonna be like, hey, yeah, man, they're like, hey, you better chill out. No yeah, chill out. purpose in you going to this. It's one thing playing a pickup joint where like or a pro am where people aren't playing like defense, defense. But now when you got two way guys and trying I, to earn a contract and they gotta lock you down, like now the injury risk is really high. It's just a whole lot of things you gotta worry about. Like I said, if the first bubble is stupid, the second bubble is just. Oh my gosh, it's I I don't have this in them yet. I mean, like I said, I get I get players want to hoop. I get players. Oh, I'm not blaming. I get organizations want to get development, but at some point, it's like, hey guys, just we just call gotta call it a wrap. It. It's all like it's over. <laughs> but we it's over. It, we call it for what it is. Why are they doing this? I mean, we get it. It's all about the money. We get it. At some point, you gotta cut your losses. No, they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna do it. You're, like we, we you're saying some <laughs> right, logical so, stuff. They're just not gonna do it, B. So we. Hypothetically, we're about to cry. Um, we take out Brooklyn. Who do you play for Brooklyn? I said the Warriors. No, we gotta be East. We gotta be East. I don't give a dang. <laughs> <laughs> I think Charlotte. There's I no mean, East. There's no East team you can replace that, Brooklyn with. That's yeah, gonna be better. Any East team you replace it with, it's still not gonna be better than the Brooklyn team we have now. That's why I was telling T. I was always saying this top one through six teams. Top one yeah. through sixteen. Have the Grizzlies yeah. and the Pelicans make them. Yeah. Or have like the Pelicans, like, Portland, or Grizzlies, Portland, like whatever combination of those three that you really want to get in. Seriously, send yeah. the Suns to the East real quick. And just <laughs> let them rock out. Seriously, like, tell me who who do y'all want to see Brooklyn get replaced with here on this list? Charlotte, uh-uh. Chicago. That's the only one that's slightly <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. The only say, one that's slightly interesting. Now. now let's keep going. The Knicks. No. Okay. The Pistons. No. The Hawks. No. And the Cavs. Yeah, I see the Bulls if it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Bulls. Bulls are the only one that's slightly interesting. They got that talent. They can still a game. Slightly in interesting. A, in the playoff round. A game. Maybe. A. Zach Levine goes for forty five. I like Kobe ended up with twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one that's no. slightly interesting. I like to see it. Uh well yeah, I guess I mean you should probably should have went one sixteen then. They one probably should have just not played. I just got to always slide that in. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Same. It was pitiful. Did we talk about... Um, we don't know what we talked about. We're we're just talking, no man. docket. Yeah. No docket. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm talking about like off air. But did we talk about... Um, was, it Le- was it the Lakers? And LeBron... Sacrificing everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did <laughs> we, we talk about, about that? We talked yeah. about that off air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll definitely do that if he asks you to get a ring. Oh no! Oh no! I I don't know. I, I like I said, the first bubble is the first bubble. It's I'll let it rock. Second one holds no weight. It is what it is, and unless it holds some type of weight outside of developmental what weight league play, you're twenty third in the NBA if you win this. Like, is that the weight? <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's worse than winning the NIT. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's really worse than winning the NIT. Worse? That's yeah. worse than winning sure. the NIT. At least the NIT, like, I teams that go into the NIT, they kind of come into the season with that kind of being their goal. You knew you were not a national championship team for the most part. So the NIT was like, okay. That's crazy. It's not crazy. Know yourself, know your worth. Like, you were an NIT team at the beginning of the season. You won the NIT. That's a building block for the next season. This ain't even a building block for the next season. If the Warriors somehow won this, they would throw that trophy in the trash. Yeah, it's pointless. Yeah. We're going to burn it. It means nothing to us. The only team that would celebrate that trophy is like the, the Timberwolves. The Knicks. 
Like the Timberwolves who don't have anything in their closet or in their trophy case. Ah, uh, you know what? I bet you are right. No, nah, this is just dumb. It's harmful. It's harmful. <laughs> don't do it. All right, so one thing we didn't, well, one thing I did notice, I noticed on Instagram, not Instagram, but Twitter, um, Duncan Robinson was talking to a reporter um, explaining how um, he really feels good about going into the bubble because he says some of these guys only know how to play in front of fans. I've had the luxury of doing both. I know what it feels like to play in the empty gym. I know what it feels like to play in front of 25, 35, 45,000 fans. So don't be shocked if you see some young um, role player guys kind of blow up in this bubble in a sense. Um, I agree with that statement. Um, I agree with that statement. I can understand where he's coming from. Is he one of those guys? Oh, I'm sure. not sure. You're talking I mean, about Duncan, Duncan Robinson? It, like... I just know he's a bucket regardless. Yeah. I mean, if he sees the rim, it's going up. Yeah. So, he's gonna, um, but he might be one of those guys who's still be in a comfort zone going into that. That's what he was saying. So, yeah. my question to you guys is, outside of him, who else? I really got to look at rosters. Who else could really fit in that situation? Oh, I'll say one guy similar to Duncan Robinson, a guy who had to fight through the G League. Uh, a dude up in Philly, he actually gave the Clippers mad work this year. Shake Shake Milton. Yeah, Shake. He's, he's honestly... I think in a couple of years, you could say he'll be good enough to start for Philly at the one. Um, I think this bold type statement. of tournament, you said what? That's a bold statement. I, think, I see it. I mean, just like. If Ben's the, still there, they're not going to let no, it Nobody, I mean, yeah, they're not going to let it happen. But I'm saying he's going to be a starter capable guy for them. Like, I guarantee. He'll be a starting guard. Yeah. If I not with that. Philly in the league. Three years ago, if somebody would have been like, yeah, Van Vliet is going to be doing X, Y, and Z now, you'd be like, heck no. I would see that. Huh? I would see that. That yeah. When he came out of Wichita State, you were re- saying he was going to be this good. Being that high on him, I, yeah. I honestly don't. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to throw shade. I, like, I honestly don't. Okay. You know I'll give you your credit because you was right on Chandler Parsons. Hey yo, I, I'll give you your credit. You was right on Chandler until the knees went out. So I will give you your credit. But I don't remember that. Yeah, though. shake for sure. Shake, shake It's going to be just a lot of guys. I feel like that. Guys that still have a reason to play within this still this setting mm-hmm. aside from of course you know the pandemic that we're in a social injustice guys that prior to covid hitting they were still playing for a contract they right. were still playing to do something who whichever team i feel like has the most amount of those type of guys on their team stand the best chance I'm not gonna say the most amount but a key amount if you have one of those guys, because you yeah. still have, you yeah. gotta still have stars. Yeah. So I mean, if you have, but I mean, the way the league has been as of recent, like I feel like every team, like besides Indiana now, top six and up in each conference have at least one guy who is of all star caliber. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, like yeah, Indiana, they're not gonna have their guy coming with them, but like as long as you got guys that can keep you in the game with that last shot, if you have, let's say, two to four of those dudes that are. In Duncan's mindset, you stand at least a shot. Yeah, I feel like. Right. I don't know who my guy would be. I really don't. I've I, been trying to. I've been trying to like look through the whole Toronto roster. Yeah, <laughs> nah, they're a sweeper. They're in, they're um, a sweeper for. I don't think anybody on their stuff. I don't think anybody think, on their I team has all it. Straight. Hmm. They are. Toronto? Yeah, Toronto yeah, straight. Yeah, I, I think they pretty much all they their did? guys are still going as, of, as of now. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. They got Canada's probably operating, operating differently. 
Landry Shaman's not going. He's not. He's not. Nope. He's not going. Um, they said the Heat have two to three. All they said was rotational players. They wouldn't even put out their names, but mm-hmm. two guys that play. Yeah, they had to shut down their whole facility. Yeah. So I heard Doc Rivers, um, Kawhi Leonard, and uh, PG locked Lou Will in his home. <laughs> nah, <Nuh-uh. laughs> I'm joking. I'm stupid. I'm about to be like they're cool with each other. They don't have to do that. <laughs> they, no, no, they were like, no, you got to DeAndre. Oh uh, yeah, 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 you got to yeah. come. Facts, facts. I think they, I think they did it to Lou Will. I think he's gonna, he's gonna play. I think he's still undecided as of now. Yeah. All things from what Doc said, all things and then this is real. All things point to he'll be there. He so, um, I don't know. In terms of a player. In terms of a player that could really show out, I don't know who fits that mold outside of. It can't just be Duncan Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm looking through rosters. I'm gonna just have to be. I'm gonna just have to be extra right and call and call out the gems. All right. Like I'm trying to look through rosters now, but shoot, Kendrick Nunn probably will ball out. Yeah, he's used to that. Oh, your boy from San Antonio. Who? Deontay? Uh-uh. He's about one. Yeah. Oh, is he going to play? Yeah, that'll How be... How many minutes is he going to get? Man, is San Antonio really going to even care about this thing? Man. Nah. All right, let if me they see. they they'll compete. I, I, I got one. Um... Sleepers, yeah, I don't. I, w- I was gonna say Bertans for the Wizards, but <laughs> he's not going. Yeah, um, Orlando. This would be a great time for Markel to be like, "Hey, y'all, I still play basketball." He he had a good year too. He had a. He this had would be a, a great. Year. This would be a great way to finish it off. They go. <laughs> they gonna be the seventh seed because they gonna catch Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, nah. This would be Brooklyn great. gotta go. I'm like, <laughs> this would be great for Markel. Um, I already said Shake on Philly. Josh Richardson as well. Like I feel like he be he a vet at this point. Yeah. But I feel like he hadn't hasn't had the success that you thought he was gonna add by him doing that sign and trade like to help Philly because they were expecting that. I feel like where they're at right now in the standings, they're at like that five six range right now. Like you were, mm-hmm. I was expecting them to be in the top three all year. Part of that because he hasn't fit in as well. Um, that part is Philly's actually my sleeper team now. In all honesty, really. Man, he said something about uh, Vincent was shooting eighteen footers in an empty gym. <laughs> now you think he's top three? I ain't rocking. No, I ain't I'm, rocking I'm not even going with just the Ben Simmons. Like when I look at their roster, like I said, they picked up Alec Burke and Glenn Robinson the third at the deadline. That's two solid wings they who can did. shoot. They now did. you're gonna they get a did. whole month to actually work them into the rotation. Like no home court advantage, so they don't gotta go on the road. Yeah, yeah. It's Ben shooting in quiet gyms. I mean. They're my sleeper now, because at this point, going back to what I've been talking about, you didn't change the whole aspect of the season. Yeah. Philly kind of gets – Ben Simmons comes back from injury. Healthy, Joel. Healthy. Healthy, Joel's yeah. got some time off. Like, this is a team they said he's in shape, too. I would hope so. Yeah. They said he's in shape. Boston, like, it works for them. Boston, I think they – I think, if anything, their chances are hurt right now, because I think Tatum's thinking about his bread. That and Gordon Hayward's gonna have to leave because of his age. Yeah, he's already yeah. said that. Like, yo, if we're playing at that point in time, like, I'm out. So, so they're gonna be now. What it, here's here's the interesting thing. What does 
what does because I believe this is a contract year for Gordon. How does is it? I believe this is he this summer like him I think and he eight, has a player option. I think yeah. Uh, I'm about to check. <laughs> he getting that money. <laughs> I'm about to look it up. So I was about to say. He's definitely, he's definitely going, um, if it's a player option, he definitely got his. Yeah, it's a player option. Yeah. All right, never mind. Yeah. All right, cool. He definitely going to accept that. The oh, yeah, cap, so he's the taking, cap's taking a hit. Yeah, going yeah down. so he's coming back. All right, cool. So who else? Um, Phoenix. I mean, this would be a good time for D-Book to want to get buckets. Um, D- get buckets and cigars. De'Aaron Fox um, was hurt at a certain point in time of the year. I actually saw him talking in the media saying. Did he test positive too? Huh? Now De'Aaron didn't. It was Jabari. Yeah. Um, Of course it was Jabari. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, De'Aaron was basically saying how like, yo, nobody's talking about us having a chance to sneak into it. He cut his hair. Like he might be faster now. Yeah, who knows? To be faster than what he already is. He wasn't aerodynamic. He wasn't aerodynamic at first. (laughs) So I mean, like I said, they're gonna get Marvin Bagley back from injury. Like, yeah, so this is a good chance for them to make a run. To try. Um, to at least try, yeah. New Orleans, I mean, I feel like they got an entire team of, like, these type of guys that Bruh. live for this moment. All these guys have played. They, seven, all, they all should have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. The, the, the entire JJ, team. J.J. Riggs playing for his playoff streak. Like yeah. The entire team. I mean, Dame has, like, there's an opportunity, but it's kind of like Dame, do you want to or not? It's more just so Dame is That's so, another one. Yeah. Oh, Portland? Anthony Simons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll if he that. doesn't, this could be the... He's, he's a rotational piece. He's, this could he be the we can move CJ now. Yeah. This, Didn't this I say they were going to blow it up? Yeah, this yeah. is depending <laughs> on how good... We can move CJ now. He if, shows up if he averaged 20, move him. Move yeah. him. Oh, move Anthony's him. not going to get the opportunity to average Hey, if Dame is like, yo, I don't want to play. Oh, he doesn't play. Then, yeah. Play, if does they Anthony play him? have the bag yet to average 20? Huh? Does he have the bag yet to average 20? I like Anthony, but he's still a couple here's years away from averaging 20. That's here's, the, here's the thing, though, and I always talk about this with players. I honestly think even if he doesn't right now, I don't think he's far off. I don't think he's far off But either. also, he might not have the bag, but he might get the shot attempts if Dame doesn't play. That's true. Unless CJ just goes... I think, but there's still. If Dame don't play, if I'm CJ, I'm not playing. You said what? If Dame don't play, if I'm CJ, I'm not playing. I think Dame already said. I'm pretty sure he said. He said something about. He said he didn't want to go. He didn't want to play. But he was like, if his team's there, like they're gonna. But I I think he said he didn't want to play if there was like nothing to play for. There was no chance of us making the playoffs. Yeah, but I could see him like, what if they drop their first two? Yeah, because you know they're like of all like the teams trying to get in, they're like only above the Spurs. Yeah, right. So if they drop the first two, he could be like, "Yo, bump this." Like, yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of people are saying. Like, said Jackson Miller and Brian Wayhorse. They're like, there are a lot of teams going into this knowing if they lose like their first two games, like it's over. It's a wrap. So yeah. they're gonna just start sitting guys. So, so I think I think if with Anthony's minutes, like depending on what happens, he could get yeah, he could play the rest of those those six. And if he averages, I say he averages like eighteen, eighteen and above. Yeah. Move CJ. I don't care about their shots or whatever because move them both. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, blow them both I mean, up. you can't move Blow. Dame until Dame has to be moved. That's the, that's nah. the thing. You can move Dame. You can move him whenever, you, can move him whenever you want point, to. At this point, bro, I don't think you're going to do that as a franchise if you're Portland. LeBron if is, Dame says he wants to be in Portland, like, Portland, you just got to make it rock until he's ready to retire. Man, the Lakers legit. media is talking already. You know I mean, they, they do this every, Lakers are Lakers. But every single time. Right. Like, if Dame got traded and he looks and he's like, I did not want to be traded. 
it's going to be a, a damper on your organization. You have somebody that was so loyal to you, something like that. I understand it's a business, but you also have to want to get a star and be able to keep a star, and you have to show how you treat your stars. So you have a Hall of Fame talented type player like uh, Dame Lillard saying he wants to be there for the rest of his career, and you move him. If People send, are going to look at you a little different. If I send him somewhere where he wins a ring, I guarantee he's going to look back and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I that's that's, that's when the hindsight ends. If think, you send him somewhere and he doesn't want to that's, chill. That's the game you're playing. If you trade him away, you're playing the hindsight game from jump. I like, think you're playing sure. the I'm just saying, like, if he says he wants to stay, like, I think what are you going to trade Dame for that's, that's better than Dame? A bunch of draft picks. And let's <laughs> see how that works out. I mean, you got to start over. You got to start somewhere. For sure. For sure. I'm just saying. When do you start? It's when do you start? How do you start? I think with the situation that we're in, the Portland blow up is coming. Like, no way they just keep Dame for 13 years and they get maybe two conference finals appearances. Like, I think Dame is probably going to ask. No, yeah, no way. So, I think it'll be a mutual thing if they leave. If anything, and because of how crazy this situation is right now, Mm -hmm. I don't think it would happen this year. I could see a scenario where. Dame maybe sits out some of these games. Anthony blows up. I think CJ may be the first to go, whether it's before this coming draft. Maybe they start this coming year because Portland can say we went to the conference finals last year. Nurk was hurt. Um, I think some other guys they had were battling injuries. So they could be like, yo, we kind of got messed over this year. So I think maybe CJ could be moved. Let's say the new season starts up whenever. Christmas, early 2021. Maybe they start off bad the first 30 games. Maybe CJ's gone by all-star break. If they can't salvage that roster for a right. playoff run, then Dame might be gone at the end of that season. They'll move Dame like they did Russ, where they can just come to an agreement, and it might be out the random. I say it has to be an agreement. Yeah. Like I say, if, if Dame immediately looks like I didn't want to be traded or something like that, like Russ understood. Like Russ didn't come out and was like, yo, like, you know what I mean? Like right. I needed this trade, blah, 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 blah. I just think – it depends on how Dame takes it publicly because he has said that he wants to be in Portland, in Portland until yeah. he retires. He said he wants to. Everybody chip says that the hard way. Everybody says yeah. That. Brad, Brad, rock, Brad, Brad's saying that too, and we know. Well, we understand that. Like long that's as you totally trade, different. long as you trade Dame to a contender, you're good. You're good. You get right by. You can't trade him to. You get right by. You can't trade him to the Cavs. That's the thing. If he wants to be done right, that like if he if no other, he just wants to be in Portland. Like it's gonna be really hard to even judge that. Especially if he doesn't want to chip on the back end. No, no. I mean, what Brian is saying is you, in terms of the culture, in terms of how players are treated by organizations, being done right by is meaning you gave me my contract. Yeah. When I asked for it, you gave my contract when I asked for it. I'm not disagreeing. You let me hoop. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying it could be a If it didn't work out, when it didn't work out, you just shipped me off to a team that had a chance, a real chance. Outside the chance that I had here, it had nothing to do about seat. Like, it had nothing to do about fit. I'm not had nothing disagreeing do... with y'all. I'm so, just saying it's so my be question is, what's more? So what's more negative in this? Is it trading away Dane, rebuilding for the future, or is it keeping Dane for the next five years I'm, and never competing? I don't. I don't think y'all are like. I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm just, not. I'm not even combating or disagreeing with y'all. I'm mm. just saying about some obstacles that has to go through with the trade. You got to make sure that he's wanting to leave. Or we're going to be looking at it in hindsight because if he does it, when he wanted to stay in Portland or something like that, it might be a damper on the organization. And I'm not saying it's going to be like everybody hates Portland now, but it's just things to look at. I don't know. If, I don't know how it's my, – my mentality is I don't know how it damps him. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing I'm looking at. If As long as I did right by him. Like, once again, oh, he sure. got the contracts he was supposed for to sure. get. That's what I'm saying. That's not we, a major we thing. Built, we built the franchise around him when he was here. 
and then yeah, they tried and then their best. Yeah, try you tried our they best, tried and then we best. shipped you off to another contender or yeah, a better situation. I don't know how it dampens the situation. You gotta you gotta treat them like like Cleveland treat LeBron for it to be a dampened situation. Oh, I'm for it to be what? a dampened situation, you gotta treat them like Cleveland. No, you didn't give me no right help. My big man was Big Z and Danielle Marshall. Hey, don't don't talk Big Z. Big Z was solid. Big Z was solid. But I mean, you. I hear you. You know know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know. I disrespect Big Z. My Danielle Marshall, you can do. I'm just saying, like if Dane wants to say, you told me I had to get to the get to the to the finals. If Dane wants to say, you take a serious look at it. But I just see Dane as the type of talent that's not. You even with the draft picks on how you're really gonna work to that getting Dane. This might be keeping Dame might be the best position in the next fifteen years you are to win it, and your next move might not have you back where you want to be. Like who knows when Portland's gonna have this good of a chance to get to a Western Conference Finals? That's all I'm saying. Like it's stuff to consider. I think Portland, but they're really now behind. I mean, yeah, they're falling behind very slowly but surely. Like I don't think think, it was slow. I don't think it was very abrupt. Yeah, it was. I I think they're behind. I'm looking at. I could look at. We got the Lakers. We got the Clippers. We got Dallas. Even Houston right we now. We got Houston. I'm just saying, but going back to Lakers. In two years, say say you keep, say you keep two years, New Orleans is an issue. Oh, I, like I said, like, I don't think next season they make the playoffs, honestly. Like, when I look at this list, like, the only team I see falling out is maybe Oklahoma City. After that, like I said, Memphis is on the come up. Yep. Uh, New Orleans is on the come up. Sacramento is probably going to be better because they'll be healthy for a year. Golden State's jumping back into the picture. Yep. But didn't this why we had the, the conversation about the what we say Dame for Ben yeah. early on? Like that was a real conversation that made a whole lot of sense. Like trading Dame would make a whole lot of sense. It was just a couple of factors you have to think about. But yeah, I mean, like they, they this was really like a said, Lakers, for, Lakers media is talking. Of course, New York is so talking. Of, I don't think so Dame's gonna end up with the Lakers. And I don't we think he's gonna end up with the Knicks. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna we'll end up with the Knicks. Dalcum, Danny Green, I just love the. No I just we can't love get the fact that this isn't one of those moments where it's just I just like, love the fact that Lakers fans are so yeah, easily not committed down. to putting everybody in a Lakers uniform. Pause. I always say Laker fans. There's <laughs> Laker fans and there's Braun fans who now cheer for the Lakers. No, no, no. That's no, a Lakers I'm a, thing. I'm a Lakers don't That's do the Lakers. Before LeBron got here, we had fans like this. Who are just delusional for whatever reason? We believe I've we never be been one superstar. of them. I haven't been one either. Yeah. I'm just saying. I know as a and Laker fan, we are delusional. I don't know. In my circle, I'm like one of the only like the few Laker fans, fans of the NBA. Mm, Except y'all win. I don't know. I'll give it. Y'all, y'all win. I don't win. interact with y'all another win. with enough other Laker fans to to experience that a lot. It's crazy. Generally, it's in my circle, it's just going basketball on Twitter. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's just ridiculous. They will put anybody in the Lakers. And I see people in the Lakers uniforms all the time. But like when I scroll through like the Explore page on Instagram, I see people in Knicks uniforms all the time, or Bulls uniforms all the time, or any team uniform all I the see time. Ni- I'll give you Knicks. Because, of, of course, in terms of Dame, this was the two teams that popped up. Knicks and Lakers. There's the two places he would be interested in going. And this is Per, I want to say Shams. I don't want to be disrespectful if you didn't say that, Shams. My bad. Yeah, I don't. I think I saw what you were talking about. You know I what I'm saying? I don't think it was Shams, but um, the Knicks. I think they've always been popping up in people's names, but I think at least with some of the people they're trying to bring in, they brought in a dude Leon Rose, um, who's um, like Chris Paul's man. West. Yeah, he brought in Worldwide West. West. So like, they're trying to like. 
they might actually be trying to turn this thing around. James Dolan still owns this thing yeah, at, the, yeah, it's a problem. at the at the end of the day. But maybe if he puts enough people to kind of make a fortress around his bad decisions. No, he's going to mess it up. You mean if they somehow. lock him in his office? Yeah, basically. Maybe if there's enough dudes that can, like, say, James, I got this, maybe he'll then back he's just off. he's going to start tweeting. He's going to ruin it. He's going to shoot himself in the foot. Who somehow. knows? But the problem is he's the owner. Yeah, it's the weirdest like, thing. There's nothing yeah. you can do to stop the owner. World Wide West was a big get. Um, That's a very big move. Very, very big get. He has been doing this for a long time. He has relationships with Everyone. everybody. Yeah. I mean, Coach Cal, Larry Brown. I mean, owners, agents, you name them, uh, players. If you don't know World Wide West, you're not important. Mm-hmm. Just keep it a fact. Like, it's just that simple. So, the fact that he is now on, you know, payroll for the Knicks is a big, big deal. Um, then, like you mentioned, Leon Rose. Um, the Knicks could be trying to turn it around. But once again, I am very, very skeptical. I think this is another skeptical moment. The, the I think this is propaganda. I think the little thing was propaganda. I think they leaked it. Um, You're talking about the Knicks? It's the Knicks. Yeah. I think they leaked it. Are we it. ever going to just take like, them at their word? Haven't done that. Only time I take anything about the Knicks at the word is when Spike says it. <laughs> so, so if if Spike or Charles Oakley didn't say it, I don't believe it. I respect that. <laughs> I, respect I need that. I need sources. <laughs> so I don't know. I do. I do think Worldwide West is a huge deal to the situation, and a lot of people are starting to tie in how Chris Paul may end up there to Worldwide West and all that and third. So we'll see. I could see that. We'll see. I could finish see. out his career with the Knicks. And he, yeah, I could see that. Chris Paul is such a Sad. Chris Paul is such a he's gonna bro. he's gonna finish his career in a big market. Yeah, he's such a he's at this point he's a lot more quieter about his situations, but he's such a businessman. Yeah, um, this late this late in his career, um, and that's he's, he's been that way for like last minute. That's why he so, didn't play in the conference finals because he had to make sure he's getting his forty M's now. I mean, he's the president, like. <laughs> <laughs> if it's any right, player that gotta be about his business, it's right, him. right, right. So, um, yeah, um, if he was to go, um, to the Knicks and power they, tool, they were linking D book over there. I think I could see D book being in the East by the end of by the time Giannis is a free agent. I could see D book going to the East. It don't matter where D book at. It's twenty points. I don't think you should leave Phoenix. I don't either. I don't think that. I would like to see. I think you were mentioning last time when we were talking about Clint being in Atlanta that they that they might not be feeling Clint there and they might want to move him. Like I would like to see Clint get moved. I think he'll fit really really good with D book. Ricky Rubio makes sense. So what's DeAndre? Yeah, DeAndre sending DeAndre to go be with um with Trey. You lose no. that trade. Phoenix. Why would you lose oh. that trade? Phoenix. Aiden oh. is an issue right now. Oh, Yo. you said what? Aiden is nice. You're, I know that, you but you weren't you, well, didn't you say that Atlanta might not be oh, yeah. feeling that Clint, using him? I said Clint. Who are you gonna trade him for then? Who are huh? you gonna move him for? Not DeAndre Aiden. You gotta move him for somebody. Okay, Atlanta might want that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Phoenix Atlanta, don't want that. That's that is a lobster. Yeah. Yeah. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday, but like a team I would trade, like a team that Clint Capella go to, like the Dallas Mavericks, like he would fit there. Like that's a good pick for Clint Capella. Now, what you get from Dallas in that? Not much. Yeah, not much. you're not. There's nothing Dallas could even halfway good like, for that. That's the type of team Clint needs to go to. Sending him to Phoenix for DeAndre Ayton. Deion- what, I think I saw the stat. He no problem. Like 
18 and 10 is 18 and 10. He's good. And then he said something about his field goal percentage. He said, like, only him and, like, two other players. And it was, like, Shaq and Hakeem or something. It it just so happened that Luka's really nice. No, he's not really nice. He's... Nah, like, DeAndre, like, Luka was so good, it made people start to act as if, like... Luka and Trey. Yeah, those two guys... It was two two guys better than the one pick, and I just know it. Yeah. But it was the fact that they were so good that it made people start to think, like... Oh, DeAndre can hoop, man. But I feel like people haven't been giving him his credit. I mean, it's that, like I said, he's He's in Phoenix. Phoenix. I mean... Not winning. He's not... And once again, he's been a very consistent guy, but he hasn't put up, like, anything monstrous. Yeah, he hasn't had, like, a 40-20 game or anything like that. Yeah. And and honestly, that's not his fault. I mean, look who you're on the court with. D-Book's getting his. And then... I mean, Phoenix, Kawhi just kept... They were better this year. I mean, they have talent. Yeah. Like, they were actually doing well until Baines got hurt. Ricky Rubio started to miss some time. Like... That was a big sign. They were were decent this year. They just weren't... Kelly Oubre tore stuff. Yeah, like... So... Um, the other problem is they're in the West. Exactly. So I like I like Phoenix. I think Phoenix just needs more. It's I mean it's no other way around. It's it. not a disrespect. More. Yeah. And I think it's sad because D Book is ready now. Like he's ready to go. And everyone else around him feels like oh, they're yeah. a year or two behind. So I think that's the unfortunate thing about Send D Book for Ben. About um his situation. But in terms of Phoenix, if Phoenix is looking at the team. I think Monty Williams is coach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, yeah. Looking at the team, they should be content with the situation. Knowing oh, that they Phoenix? Yeah, they, they should be content. They got extra games when they sh- had no business getting extra games. <laughs> so Facts. They, they should be content, and I think they should um they should feel very, very good about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. If all things considered. I mean, like I said, they're one draft pick away from, like, having a legit core guys. Like, Devin Booker, DeAndre, and Kelly Oubre is a solid three. Yep. You need a point guard that can start a drink. I like Ricky Rubio, but like I said, he's kind of already hit a ceiling. Mm-hmm. They do need a they need a four man who they need a real good tweener at the four. It has to be somebody who's a lockdown defender. Yeah. Who can pick up the slack for DeAndre Ayton, but also stretches the floor for DeAndre Ayton. Like uh, more on the lines of a um, what's my guy? Is it Marcus? I was gonna say somebody like Jaron Grant, or not. Mm, he's gonna be a free agent. He though. is. He's gonna be. I think Denver's gonna keep him though because they're getting rid of Paul Millsap. Yes. Yeah. So Denver, if they know what's good, God, for they could have got Paul Millsap five years ago. Like that would have been perfect for them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's Paul, the type of four man yeah. they need. Now, but I will say this: like, I think he's gonna. I think he's restricted. So yeah, Denver gets the first offer and they can match. But I could see Denver quietly shifted out a few pieces. And yeah. they're shifting out a few pieces, and we're gonna see. Like I said, to the, and I think he is the most talented guy who is gone unnoticed. Who Michael um, Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait if he gets to go in that roster. It's crazy, but I mean, they're shifting out guys. Um, it was Monte Malik, Malik, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. Mm-hmm. They're gonna shift um, out um, Gomez. Um, they're gonna shift out Paul Millsap. Jerry and Grant is a problem. I like yeah. him. He's a high good, he's energy a guy. Player. Worked on his three point shot. Exactly. He was doing that in OKC and I was so happy. Um so he's um they they're gonna be okay. Denver's done it right. Denver's yeah. done it right. Quietly and comfortably. Exactly. I think and they never really took any time off. Like they didn't take a year off at one point. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like long stretches that they yeah. weren't a competitive yeah. team. 
I mean, they definitely they definitely got lucky with Jokic. Like nobody saw that coming. So I was like, once they figured out he was the guy, and they started to build around him. They brought it together very quickly. Like I said, they definitely need Michael Porter Jr. to step up though. But like, if Phoenix walks away in this draft with like somebody like Cole Anthony, I like, yeah, that's a solid group of guys to go forward. With. But I think Cole is gonna go too high for them. One guy I would like I mean, to Cole see Cole projected. Them. No, Cole drives. He's dropping. He drives. He's still – well, I mean, Phoenix has – I guess – well, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking Phoenix is going to be in, like, that playoff part. So, it depends on – a lottery team. It depends on, yeah, I guess, how they – how many – like, how I far they I can see Cole falling, like, 11. Yeah. That's where he's projected 12. right now. Yeah. So, that didn't shock me at all. He – Or somebody like – UNC had a weird – We're not going to talk about that. Mm, it, was, it was just weird. bad from start, start to finish. Like, not from the start. They were getting off from the start. We're not no, Cole was getting off from the start. And <laughs> you know, he, he was James Harden in it. But <laughs> he was, but they were once he off, went down, it was Five, six games, they so. were going. And then Thanksgiving happened. And it was a wrap. Yeah. Like, even somebody like uh, Tyrese Halliburton for them, like, be a really good pickup. Smart guy. Can play one and two. Guard position. Knock down shots. That's all they need. They just need a point guard who can stir the drink. And then they need a four man. They're good to go. I like Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I ain't feel that way at the beginning of the year. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't either. I thought it was gonna be really bad again. You know what did him wrong? This is suspension. Yeah, that DeAndre that DeAndre Age suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I forgot he came back and still averaged nineteen and twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now the kid's gonna be solid, man. Like he's gonna be good. I think I honestly think he could be better than Cat. Mm. Maybe and maybe I'm just on hot take mode right yep, now. Yep, yep. That's what happened when you got a docket. Maybe I'm on hot take mode. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I, I was telling T. And about, maybe this, maybe it's more so the situation in terms of what's taking place. He might touch more team success earlier, just because of the guys and that maybe are that's around him. Yeah, maybe that's. But yeah, but individually, yeah, that, that's nah. a big that's nah. a big mountain to climb. Because what I, I was telling you, I think with some of the things that have happened to Cat in his career so far from, like... It's a lot. People realizing, like, oh, snap, you're going to be really good. Then it's, like, it goes from, oh, you're going to be really good, kid, to, all right, now take us as far as, like, KG did in the playoffs. Then it was kind of, like... KG ain't going nowhere in the playoffs. He took him to the conference finals what? by himself. Hey, that's... And it wasn't by himself. Yeah, San Guisel and Latrell spread well. The MVP. He was. But you still had two other was, sub all star players. They want that out of him, and it was like, dang, man, he's only been here like two years. And all he had was wigs. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that was the unfair <laughs> expectation. And not, not the disrespect. Give Sam Cassell, give wigs. Sam Cassell cat and he looks a whole lot better. I, I agree. Who was his point? Jeff Teague? Like that's what I'm saying. It's 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 a lot of like, hey kid, you're really good. Be the best player in our organization. Like, that was like, dang, he's not even 22 yet. And then the whole Jimmy Butler stuff happened. And then, like, you know, God rest his soul, he just lost his mother because of all this COVID stuff. Right, right, right. I can only imagine what's been going through that kid's, like, head. I wouldn't even say kid because he's our age, but, like. And he's in Minnesota, like, where the social, like, the the renewal of the the fight had happened. Yeah, like, so I can only imagine, like, and he's only 24, 25, like. I guess I was looking at it more so in team success. I felt like because he's around a guy like D Book, and yes, mm-hmm. he does have D Lo now. Um, better supporting cast in Phoenix, though. Better supporting Absolutely. cast, and it looks like that 
they have could a direction. Bake out a lot yeah. better than what could bake out Timberwolves because I guess what Timberwolves have done in the past, they really haven't. I mean, yeah, we have no anybody. faith in the Timberwolves organization. They haven't helped anybody. I will say they are a little bit intriguing now. I don't know how how, how high y'all are are on Malik Beasley. I'm very I'm, high. I'm on high. On I like him. I like him. I think him, D'Lo, and Cat is like a solid three to go with. Now there's no defense there. No, but that's a high scoring trio in and of itself. So once again, it's a matter of how do you round out the roster. Um, yeah, I had no faith in the Timberwolves organization to do that, though. Like, that's the thing. D- hopefully, I, I I still think D-Book, Cat, D-Lo, they team up just somewhere else. That's no defense. There's going to be no defense. No, and I don't think I, – I, I don't care at that point, honestly. I don't think I they don't care. care. I don't I think mean, they obviously care. Obviously, they wouldn't care. D-Book, I don't care. We just know how, we just know how that story is going to end. Like, it's going to end gonna in a first round, second round knockout. Send them east and let's play If they get two of their dogs that – play defense. The other two guys like have to be yeah. Thabo like <laughs> Thabo. Be like Rob Covington and mm-hmm. like you need Rob Covington and Draymond to yeah. make that work. <laughs> That's the team like, that Draymond would to get boards and, <laughs> yeah. and stop everybody yeah. else from blowing past. We will, we will take all the shots. The three of us. <laughs> I want you to have like four and eleven games. <laughs> we'll be like <laughs> those three like D-Lo book cat is like yo we'll be the pick and roll like y'all two y'all just chilling the weak side. Y'all just Y'all too, y'all just go it chill over like there. the Detroit Pistons in the 80s. Straight up. Facts. Straight up. Big facts. Isaiah Thomas doing that beer two-man game. Mm-hmm. But I think Cass Every OD. Sprinkle a little Dumar. <laughs> a little bit. Just, just switch by. Dumar, you come running now. Isaiah go stand on the other wing. Get a, catch, catch a breath. Facts. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's how I was looking at it. I was looking at it more so because I believe Phoenix has a better chance of succeeding earlier. Yeah. Um... Or maybe for a longer stretch as well, um, DeAndre Aiden's platform will allow for him to be like, oh, you know what, he might actually be better in in terms of, um, but you can't deny Cat's talent. I apologize. Yeah, Cat. can't deny his talent. The talent is there, um, always been there, and I feel bad. Like I said, I feel bad for him. He is not the first power forward center to come through there and get handed the keys to. Not a man. broke coopty. I mean, <laughs> like he's car not with the no first. engine. So I feel bad for him. Um, what else? What did we miss? There was no document. We didn't miss nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think I think it's a habit. I think I say what do we miss all the time? Um, yeah, I think you said you had something. Remember, you you said you wanted to. You had some type I of hypothetical. I, I thought I may have segued into it. But I feel like what were we talking about? I can't remember. When I said that, dang. I feel like we did something on it. Tragic. I feel like we did. You already hit on it? I feel like we did, yeah. Well, at the worst case, you'll be able to figure it out as you edit this. <laughs> and, then we, and then we can bring that topic back up <laughs> the following week. I don't know. I can't remember. I think I went through all my sleepers, for real, for real. How we feel about Victor not going? I don't want it to happen. I'm cool with yeah. everybody who doesn't go. He's trying to. Vic could be a piece in what I've been oh saying gosh, from go. the Miami thing. Like he's like, there's multiple uh, superstars that are putting themselves in that Vic's twenty-one a superstar now. Stars, stars, and up. So there's superstars, but, but star- as long as you dropped it down, because at first <laughs> yeah. he said superstar, like, the first time we. <laughs> You're right. I was, I was just that. thinking Giannis you Brad. Giannis, 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 Giannis Brad. Giannis Brad. But actually, stars and above, Vic, yeah. 
those type of guys that are putting themselves in that 21 summer pool. Go Bulls, please. <laughs> Slowly but surely. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, Vic sitting out is good. I don't think um, I wanted to see him play, but at the same time, I understand. You've been sitting down. You never really got a chance to get your feet wet, and then you add in these different circumstances in terms of returning, um, in terms of the bubble and all of that. So travel's different. All that's different. Yeah, stay at home. Get your body right. Get right. Be ready next year. When does um, the when do y'all think the new league like like when it goes back to normal? When do you think that'll be? Christmas. If this goes when, when the league when like, will the NBA officially restart? All the after games? like they'll finish. Yeah, they'll finish. Christmas. Like that would be my goal. Christmas. Christmas Day would be perfect. Cause they're drafting October fifteenth. Yeah. Things are drafting October fifteenth, yep. so. But usually, I mean, but you guys are not such a quick turnaround now. I mean, it's like, gonna be quick no matter what. They, it got to. I mean, in terms of trying to, um, I don't know, find a way to get back on track. You gotta kind of speed up, expedite some things. Yeah. So like, I don't. Even, I'm curious about the NBA Combine in terms of how they go about that. I'm curious about how, because there's the NBA Combine, then there's a the Pro Basketball Combine. There are two different combines. One's for your your elite players, and the other one's for your overseas and your G League players and all that. And the mm-hmm. third, a lot of people show up to that. So I'm curious about how they handle the, both of those. Um, matter of fact, I'll ask my guy, see what he thinks about it. <laughs> I, I love how you try to make yourself sound so important right there. I'm going to ask my guy. <laughs> see what he says. I don't see what he says. Because you got connection like that. That's, that's, I've been growing. I've been growing as a person. So you're trying to try. So um, I ask and see what they. I I'm not gonna name drop. That's nasty. <laughs> we don't do that. So might as well. Nah. I'll ask Alex Kennedy. Who hype? Shout out to Alex Kennedy. I'll say your sources. Ah, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. He have good articles. I like yeah, he it. does. Thank you. Solid. Yeah. Solid. I got had a phone conversation with him. It was it was pleasant. It was pleasant. He's real down to earth dude. So um, him and Steve Collins. So. I am done name dropping. I'm done oh, name dang, dropping. Man. Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. Y'all make me feel bad. I wasn't trying to do that. No, you weren't trying, huh? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, so I'll ask to see what they what the plan is for the pro basketball combine. But I'm definitely they got to expedite the situation. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Day would be the best bet. Would be the best bet. And who doesn't want Christmas back? I mean, like I said, that's the day we all say. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. But I mean, we kind of always pick Christmas Day as like the unofficial start date of the NBA season. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. True. No, I mean, that's what it is. I, I, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's when it like officially was that. So, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with Christmas Day. That's one of my tops. Great birthday present though. In oh, basketball. Yeah. It hurt 2011 la- like I was Beating the Lakers on Christmas Day? <laughs> Yo, I wanted to cry. One of one of I the got, best. I got two K eleven that day, I think. <laughs> and I was sick. I was so. Ain't sick. that the year they Kobe? Shout out Kobe. That they did that commercial, the Derrick Rose commercial. Oh, and they were I playing. Got four rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was they did that like a year before. I think. That two K ten. Yeah, that was two K ten. Okay. That joint was funny because D Rose was like. Yeah, you like I don't got nothing to say. To I that. don't know what to. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know, man. Um. But 2011 lockout was definitely yeah, one of, of my seasons. one of my I, favorite moments. It was just fun. Like seeing KD Zuka at Russell Park. That was that was iconic. Kobe in the G League. Iconic. Beating Harden. 
Yeah, LeBron, yeah. LeBron versus KD. I don't know where they were at. Kobe versus Harden. KD was cooking them in that. Um, in that I don't know game, where so. they were at. I can't I don't know remember. Where they I, are. I can't remember. Either. I think I it was, was a charity game. Or yeah, I think it was like, like Chris Paul's charity game. Wasn't I think it was somebody's charity. But yeah. KD, was that they were going because <laughs> they were all they were all there. Like, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. No, it was amazing. <sighs> I ain't got nothing else, guys. Got nothing else for you. Shout out. You got something for me? No, I had some. I had something in my lab. I started thinking about the Rock album. Yeah. It was a great time. Top tier. Back when Top I tier had to pay rent. You know. <laughs> Back when I had bills. Yeah, right, life right. Was so much simpler. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so here's my question. Who has the most to, from a player standpoint, who has the most to lose from this? I don't even want to call it an NBA playoff anymore. I'm ready to call it the NBA invitation. Yeah. LeBron. Mm-hmm. I don't think LeBron has the most to lose. Um, well, if they play and they lose, bro. I'm be looking at it he, like, look, not, look, NBA, all, look what you want. Already, Avery Bradley, I'll say already, like, they don't have a full roster. Like, Dwight they, Howard's already said he might not go. Yeah. Like, they're going to be down like three. He wouldn't, there. I would say maybe, I think. You talking about players or like. Like, from a player standpoint. And yeah, what individual player, player has the most to lose? I'm going to still go for LeBron. I think maybe Giannis. Just, I don't, I don't know. Yes. If he doesn't make it out the East, yeah, I was that's thinking bad. Too. That was my number two. If he doesn't even just... make it out, that'll be bad. I was just thinking, this is probably Bron's There's... best chance to get a chip. So yeah. if he doesn't get this, like he might not ever get a chip. Again. Giannis, I've been saying that. The yeah, Bucks, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say he has the most to lose. He has I, a legacy. I'm going with Ron. Giannis. The Bucks are the youngest of the quote-unquote contenders. Mm-hmm. But Giannis um, might drop. That's the scary part. Um... And then to add in the fact that they were on a roll. So when you add in the fact that they're young and they were already on a roll, they didn't really have – everyone's coming back. Um, it seems like the door is open for them. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is kind of like walk through. Um, Boston got problems. Um, we can say what we want about Philly. We got to see it first. I don't True. care. Um Seems like their their path to success is right there, and the fear of the one six one through sixteen tournament is no longer a thing. Um, yeah. So you add in the fact that their age, you add in the fact that they are complete and they're coming incomplete, and they've been going all season long. And then, you, like you, like a lot of people mentioned, the break and the rest and all that in the third. It seems like Giannis. And the Bucks have more to lose, and I, I would rather. I think I'm rather say the Bucks more so than Giannis. Yeah, I was thinking the Bucks so, as an organization Bucks, have yeah. the most to lose. Yeah, so, as a player, I wouldn't say Giannis. I would just say LeBron. if he loses to Pascal Siakam, that's not going to be a good look. That's not going to be a good look. If the Bucks in Toronto, how it happens. If the Bucks in Toronto are both fully healthy and he loses, that's not good. It depends on how it happens. I mean, I think how could it happen? Like if Giannis averages thirty and fifteen in the series, and Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe choke again, like that's just his cue to leave. Like, but then look at. Home, uh, look at Pascal's next best guy. It's gonna be but Kyle has, Lowry. But he's now. like six guys deep, though. Yeah. Like, he has six Kyle guys on that team Lowry, that can average double figures. Fred, Fred Van Vliet, you still Marcus Gasol, Serge Ibaka, Norman Powell. Then, uh, then at that point, that means everybody on the Bucks has to fail. Which that's means, how they won. Th- which, yeah, which means I'm saying, we saw them last year. Yeah. Right? That's how they won last year. <laughs> I still think it's like, dude, like, you're supposed to still be better than Pascal. I lean, I lean. I'm, He's supposed to be, but if he outplay, like if Pascal averages twenty and ten, and Giannis averages thirty and fifteen, like he outplays Giannis, Giannis and they lose. Like, I, rock with, I rock with you to some extent on this, and tell me if I'm wrong. I rock with you to some extent because 
I don't think the, the role MVP, player the role player gap is not that big between role guy to role guy. Chris Middleton I, should, again. in theory, should be the second best. Well, you after keep theory, after Pascal, you keep saying but, in theory because Chris hasn't lived up to what he's supposed to be. I would say I I think I rock on terms of Giannis is the MVP. He will be the MVP again. Should be. At some point, and I know the media doesn't do this, and because it's narrative, it's narrative based. We don't have a level of consistency towards our superstars. LeBron gets treated one way, Kobe gets treated one way, Jordan gets treated one way, and those other superstars who also win MVPs and all that kind of stuff don't get treated that way due to whatever reason. Narrative. You back-to-back MVP. Same way everybody abused James Harden for choking and not making it and doing whatever, and that road is a lot harder. You gotta, you gotta do your job. Them well, beating and, and so, so, and so, and so I'm asking, so I'm asking for consistency from the media. I'm asking for consistency. So what, but what I was trying to say, just real Go quick, ahead. James Harden was caught not doing his job. Giannis could do his job and lose still. That's, that's a, the difference. That's what I said. It's all about how he also he got outplayed down the stretch last of last year's conference finals. To who? By Kawhi, like that's they were up, saying. they were up 2-0. They were up 2-0. He got outplayed yes. by who? By yes, Kawhi. That's well, not that's that not a but Kawhi wasn't the MVP. Kawhi wasn't the MVP. But Kawhi was still a top five player in the league. It don't matter. It don't, it you say matter. MVPs and MVPs are MVPs. Steve Nash won back to back MVPs. So this, like this, always been he blew a 2-0. Being fair. He blew a 2-0 okay, at the age of 23-24 to Kawhi Leonard, who went on and so won a I'm championship. Saying, what if it happens this year to somebody not in that realm of Kawhi Leonard? I'm this saying Giannis could still be the best player. I think he's most likely going to be the best player on the floor by far, and he could still lose. That's what you have to acknowledge. It, but we're not, I'm not saying we're not acknowledging that. What I'm saying is it, it has to be some level of consistency from those who watch and those who take it in. I guess if, we're treating, if we're treating Steph this way, for quote unquote not showing up in the fourth when we know like he's that's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's not a lie. He's basketball Twitter. I'm alluding to basketball Twitter. I'm alluding to basketball Twitter. What they say. I'm alluding to basketball. But that that's who we having this conversation with because those are the same people that say LeBron is a choke or LeBron is this and LeBron is that or Kobe is this and Kobe is that and Steph is this and Steph is that. But at the same time, we look at other players where this is their year that comes up. And we don't add that level of pressure to them. That's all I'm saying. In terms of the pressure, this falls right in Giannis' wheelhouse. You have the easiest road. Mm -hmm. You are, without a doubt, the best player in the league. The second year in a row. In the East, second year in a row. What do we... who's Who's the biggest threat? The Philly team that can't get it together? Like I said, I, like, I understand where you're coming we, from. Like, we, yeah, I think we're on the same page. Like, we get it. If Giannis loses, my point is, is how he loses. Yeah. Like, if he dominates, if he goes out there and he gets 30 Like, in the closeout game, he has and 42 all I'm, and 11 and, and all I'm saying really is, say And all I'm saying is that we have done that in the other situations. Name the situation. We've done it in LeBron's situation. But we also have particular moments where we saw LeBron choke. Like we particular I, moments. I, I there's about, been particular moments, but also been choking. other moments where he's actually done his job. Yeah, and we were and like, I don't fault ah, him for come on, what happened? The well, ones we, I fault him for are Dallas. You didn't show up. Like you, like 20, that, 2011, 20, He yeah. can't get around it. That's 2014, always bad. 2014 was kind of like 
six on one side, half on another, where like you could say I didn't do enough, but it was also like he was the best heat. Yeah, he was the best. He was they still just got wrecked. The best one on the floor still. They just got just, waxed. Just got <laughs> waxed. Just he wasn't waxed. good enough anymore. Yeah, like, the Spurs were just so cohesive. I'll say like, this. I, I hold 2011 against Warren. I hold 2010 against Warren because he just quit against the Celtics. Oh, like, yeah. Nobody talks about exactly. that. Exactly. Like, he was up, and he was up like 2-1 in that. Yeah. He had a he serious up. lead. Like, those are moments we can put. Going back to James Harden. We have moments of James Harden shooting 2 of 13. Breaking the playoff record in turnovers. You talk about moments. You got like, a long CBS Harden has a ton of that. moments we can point to and be like, yo, you weren't ready. 2-1 lead. Last year was 2-0. I mean, yes, it was Kawhi. I'm not taking nothing away from Kawhi. We know what Kawhi is. He's a robot cyborg all in the third. No heart, no emotion. Go out there and get hit. So, like, I, I recognize that. But all I'm saying is that presence is no longer... That Boston. Okay. Like, Boston yeah. had three Hall of Famers on it. Like... And San Antonio Spurs had three Hall of Famers we're, on it. We're, 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 we're agreeing. So I'm just, he goes out. Because if he does everything he's supposed to do and they lose, I'm just saying like, the, what else am I supposed I'm to do? I'm just saying the, the variables that we've mentioned to those moments versus those teams. And granted, like you said, like James Harden going two for 13, whatever case mm-hmm. may be, that's still Golden State. Like, that's like that. That's San Antonio. San Antonio, who cares? Like, still. Uh, but still. Plus the Portland, like, that's a still. long trail like, of him losing. Harden has like, this lo- he has a list of bodies history. behind him. Where that's he like, that's, that's not, not just saying. an isolated situation. Like, Those are characteristics of yours. Like, I understand the James Harden, as I'm saying, but the variables that are mentioned in those moments, in terms, not just James, but in all the greats and all those goats who, have, who have taken those lumps. Like, last year was his first one. Exactly. So, if it happens again, champion. so if it happens again, what do we say? But when those variables are no, removed. Even though he was young and he was playing with an interim coach as well, I sometimes look at the fact of, you did lose to a no Gordon and Kyrie oh, Celtics. No, that team was bad. in seven. That team they, was that team is the same team now. I think they just they added Brooklyn. I think that's the only person they've added. That in was between. a big pickup for them. I just think the gap not the that jump, big. I'm saying to really lose to a bunch of dudes that are lose to his second. What was that? Maybe second, third year Jalen, first year uh, Jason, no Kyrie. Al Horford? Like, they were 44 or 38 with Jason Kidd as their coach. Like, they were not a good thing. Yeah, all I'm saying is Giannis wasn't Giannis back then. And like I always say, like, you always look to who you lost to and what they did. Like, the Celtics ended up taking Braun in Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, I can't really get too mad if you lost to that team, depending on how they outplay, like, the rest of the, the, the conference as well. Like, in 2011, Kobe got swept. But then Dallas went on to eventually win. And I remember watching that closeout game four, and I was like, yo, Dallas better win this all. And it was just me hurt because I thought Kobe's about to get his six. But then they turned out to win it all. So it makes it look a little differently if you lost to the eventual champion. I'll say this. It'll be, I think your guy's reasoning of, like, he could be the best player on the floor and still lose. I think that happens if they play Philly. I think with what those guys are getting paid in Milwaukee and what they should do, it should be a scenario where if Giannis is the best player on the floor, they should beat Toronto. They should beat Toronto. Should. But you, like I said, we've seen Chris go I think if they lose to Toronto, it's because Giannis plays at a level that he's not supposed to. See, now that's a fair assessment. I think if I'm just saying there's still a large possibility where he's hands down the best player on the court and they still lose. I think that only happens just, in Philly. I only trust his if he, if they lose so to Toronto, then it's like, dang, dude, I'm not even going to blame Kawhi at this point. I ain't even going to blame your teammates, bro. It's something you're not doing. I can't say all that I'm to say- a man who averages. Like, if he averages, all I'm saying is, we look at, all I said was, look at variables where those moments happen. And 
I don't right. know if James Harden have a long averaging, list. Yeah. He's probably not the best example. But in terms of LeBron, area. in terms of other guys who gone against other teams, like you said, they swept the Lakers. And yeah. I mean, of course, 2011 is 2011, and he didn't show up and all that in third. But losing to Boston, that's Hall of Famers and all that in the third. Those are variables that matter. You don't have those. Those same variables aren't necessarily presented the, in, in the front the Giannis of Giannis's yeah. case. So if he still loses and he doesn't have to go like, against. Why are we acting like Toronto's not a really good team? A really good, they're really team? good team. They're really good. good team. That's why they're, 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 they're the champions. Who? What team? For whatever. What team? Like, yeah, whatever asterisk you want to put next like, to it, they Seattle are the champions. The where, like, they are still Minus the best player in the on play. They have the same record. I've said. Hold up. He didn't play a lot of regular season books. games. He didn't play a lot of regular. So don't I don't care they about have the, the regular same season things. He point, didn't play. At he this missed point 20, in the season, he missed twenty regular season games. They have the same games. record they had last year at this point in the season. But the he, exact same. But he also missed twenty games. So the cool. regular season, Kawhi, he didn't play a lot so of regular a, season. They had a great record without him last year too. So you're kind of proving my but point. But it only proves it if He's they were the regular season would have been better if Kawhi had the regular season. The regular season record. They were great without him. <laughs> they were great without him in the regular season. They went like twenty-one and seven. Like how much people are gonna make them twenty-seven and zero? Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> like, come on, man. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but no, I'm, I get, that's not what I'm saying. You, you know, I'm coming that, from. Yeah, that like, record, I know the record, record thing only matters. Cool. Everybody, I just think the likelihood. All right, if y'all had to put money on a series right now, Raptors, uh, uh, Bucks, just how it is. Who are you gonna put your money on? Books. That's what I'm saying. The likelihood of them even losing, I think, is in a lower. If they do lose, the likelihood of Giannis not being hands down the best player on the court is low. I think what y'all are offering, the percentage of that happening is low. So if that does happen, y'all are completely right. I don't see what y'all are explaining happening. That's what I'm going against. I'm I'm saying he could be the best player on the court. He could be the best player on the court, and his stats could show it. It does not mean that he's absolved. Because no one else gets that observation. No one else gets absolved when those happen. When that happens, no one else. There's no other superstars when they win two back-to-back MVPs. No matter how many points you put up, it's gonna be some questions to answer. It don't. It doesn't happen. Some, but it's not gonna be it heavy questions happen. about his exactly. game. I'm not gonna look at him like you're not top five anymore. Or no, of like course that. not. Of course not. But does it hurt him? Yes, it should hurt. But it hurts the organization hurts. more. Like let's get let's get him out. He's 25. Grant, he hasn't hit his peak yet. Like even if he goes out. In the playoffs again this year, and he, but let's say he goes on a dominant fashion, unlike he did last year. I admit, last year against Toronto, he came off a little bit short. He didn't play his best. Yeah. Granted, I've said from jump, Toronto was probably the best defensive team in the league last yeah. year. They were one of the yeah. only teams that could actually wall up against them. For sure. So it made sense. This year, you got rid of Kawhi. They still have Marcus Aldridge. Still have Serge Barkley. Still got they got three, four guys they can still throw in front of Giannis and wall up on him again. Fact. Don't care how you want to phrase it. If he loses to Toronto this year or Philly. Long as he goes out in a dominant fashion, 30 points, 10, 12, 15 rebounds. Like I said, are we going to look at him funny? Maybe a little bit, but we're also going to be like Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe shot 30% from the field again. But what if Bye. we also see a scenario where... Now, if he doesn't show up, I agree. Regardless of yeah, what Chris and Eric do, like, what if he's losing because, like, dude, you can't keep crashing. By the third quarter, you can't crash into guys but, no more. Like I said, what's the likelihood? That's, that's that, on him. On, but but what's the likelihood? How likely do you think that's happening? Because we're just talking about something that's really unlikely to happen. It's like, not unlikely. It's a game to- plan that teams do every night. We're going to try to wall up I'm on him. I'm not going to say that, but Vin, I mean, you're that's saying that's that Toronto is yeah, able to do that. Real. You're saying they're but going to a team that could beat them. the same team, basically? You just started agreeing. We were flipping your argument. You just said it wasn't going to happen. We're just saying if he loses to Toronto, they have a team that can beat him. And I'm saying if that happens, then if it's like he lost because dude, they're walling up on you, and you gotta get. 
get another type of offensive game, then we say, yo, Giannis, so you're not doing enough. I'm not going to blame Eric Bledsoe if he doesn't have a post game or doesn't have a jump shot. If Giannis comes up short like that, then I don't understand why. But y'all are acting like every, like, each way they lose, the first thing we got to look to is Eric and... Uh, no, I didn't. Eric I just said if, if Giannis if was dominant. Was 20% from the field again, I'm looking at him. I don't care how that goes. I just said if Giannis was dominant <laughs> like and they lose. God awful last week. I mean... If Giannis is dominant and they lose, then you look at other people. Am I wrong? Am I, no, no, answer the yeah. question. Am I wrong? If Giannis you're is dominant. You're not, but if he dominant quarters one through two, and then he gets walled up. That's not dominance, Lee. That's not. That's okay. not dominance. So what are we defining as dominance? Just looking at a Throughout the sheet. game. Okay, no, then. watch the game. If he's in and up like six for eight in the fourth, and then nobody else is showing up with him, he was dominant in himself, and he didn't have the hope around him. He was not that last year, correct? He, I'm not saying he was. So if we like, repeat, so we're saying if we repeat oh, last year, I, and that's what I said. Though? We've been on the same. Okay, we've been here right. for everybody. Time. Has, we've yo, everybody just thing. yelling for no reason. We've all said the same thing. Nobody's disagreeing saying. with y'all. It's been a whole lot of blame. No, blame it hasn't Middleton been. And Bledsoe I, I mean, no. I blame Middleton and Bledsoe for last year a little bit too. Because they, they take some of the blame, but Giannis should step up. Giannis takes a portion of it, but they take some blame too. They have an offense that is designed around Giannis kicking the shooters. If the shooters aren't hitting. Guess what happens? The wall gets tighter. It gets a little bit harder to it's get to the basket. It's easier to do for Giannis if like, nobody else is hitting. Somebody got to hit a shot for me to get to the rim a little bit. Like, it goes both ways. But no, if he Giannis has to goes dominate. out sad in the third and fourth, y'all are completely right. But like, yeah, like I said, there's, there's a scenario where he doesn't go out sad at all and they lose. All I'm saying is you got to be careful. And How we crazy superstars. Exactly. Yeah, we got to be careful when we look at these stat sheets, honestly. Like, because he can get his 27 and 13 early. Yes. And then, and then like, yeah. yo, what happened to you? Braun has some finals games where you look at the stat sheet, you yeah, go for 32 and 15, but you realize it was all garbage minutes when he was getting his points back. As long as long as he scored 11 in the fourth when they're down 30 or something like that. Like I said, I'm asking for consistency. That is consistency. Consistency on all superstars. Yes, for sure. Because ain't nobody in Houston blaming Eric Gordon for nothing. Nope. No, it's a well, nope. hard. But that's because Harden normally has a horrible game you six. Like, like Sad, sad. And guess what? Harden's gonna have a horrible game true. six. And Westbrook's probably gonna have a horrible game seven right behind him. I'll say this actually. I think this this crazy tournament it might I'm benefit done, them the so most, and they you. still gonna lose. Lee. <laughs> I'm done with you, Greg. They'll go one round further. One round further. <laughs> nope. I, I I had them go. I had them at a zero percent chance before. I got them at a fifteen percent chance oh, now. Yeah. He got a three month break, bro. It should be. He should now. He can average 35, 38 Who? in the playoffs. Harden. Harden. Yeah. If he don't, it's Sad. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't now, you're just saying you can't really play against. I can't be elite yeah. ever. Yeah. Baby Thunder. You're so fine. I'm gonna tell you what I told Brian. They win the. No, I didn't tell Brian. I told my dad. I told my oh. dad. No, 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 no. If they win, yeah. You said you gonna pop bottles. I'm probably. I'm getting champagne. <laughs> I'm getting champagne and glasses. If what? I'm Houston, getting. If Houston I'm getting wins. two jerseys. I'm getting two jerseys. I'm getting a Harden jersey. I'm getting a Russ jersey. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm celebrate. You know, the name of my baby son. You know who can't? I'll say this: if Houston wins, it pretty much delegitimizes this whole thing because mm-hmm. it shows. In a that sense, it was yeah. A joke. I would love to I see Russ get a chip though, because he'll play so hard for that thing. Though that's why Houston has a chance. I feel like Russ is like, dude, if I'm gonna lace up these things up, like I'm gonna go fast. He only ever goes fast. Exactly. <laughs> And I think that type of speed where you have potentially three other guys on the other team that are like, I don't even really want to be here to begin with. <laughs> I'm going to take the dude that's going fast. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I just don't yeah, care I think that'll work it. for like yeah. the eight regular season games and then the playoffs kick in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this too. One guy I did think about 
I think the person who is kind of in a lose-lose, I think just because of where he's at within the media, I think it's kind of the Clippers and Kawhi more so. I think because if he loses to the Lakers, because the way ESPN is setting this up, they're going to kill him. I think if he wins this, this ring didn't mean nothing. Da 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 da. Yeah. Like, I can see that. I honestly believe the only person who I gets praised for winning, Bron. Exactly. I That's think the only, only person. person that will get any credit for winning this is LeBron. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, because everybody knows this is probably his best chance for the rest of his career to get a chip. It's just the way the media is gonna spin it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's any other superstar that will get like. I think even if Giannis gets the like wins this whole thing like. Because then that means he probably would have had to beat Bron, and Bron knows he's always good for some excuse in he the won final. The corona ring. In the in the final, <laughs> yeah. When the Corona ring. Remember when he came out with the cast? With the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bron, oh Bron gonna come out. Bron gonna come out with a ventilator strapped to him. I actually played through COVID, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. But Bron, why didn't you not play? Now that everybody <laughs> on the team has it, yeah, like. LeBron's probably the only person that could bring legitimacy, positivity, to the ring. yeah, to the chip. But Otherwise, I think anybody else, else will always gonna look back and just have questions about it. But somebody was making a good point on, um, I think it was NBA Radio. They were talking about how everybody was calling the Spurs when they won in '99 uh, non-legitimate ring because it was only like 50 some games, mm-hmm. lockout, and all that. But they say years, years, and years from now today. Nobody says that. I don't know. Do we think maybe we're just saying this in a moment, but maybe as history goes, is the guy that wins it this year going to actually get credit? Because we don't slight Tim at all. I I can't say this. I know personally, I wouldn't do that. Um, We call it, we say Tim got five. Yeah, but I was going to say it's it's a different kind of experience too, because you said that was the the lockout year Mm -hmm. in 99. Mm -hmm. But other, other, even LeBron's ringing my head. They had a lot of he didn't yeah. get the ring that year. No, he did. That was the first year. Eleven. I thought eleven. That was the first year he won. Oh, so it was his first year in Dallas, and then it was the lockout. Got you. Okay, okay. I remember even league dudes were saying, like, even when the Spurs, like, as that '99 year was going, the mm-hmm. t- players were saying there was going to be an asterisk on this. Well, I mean, they could say that, but I think the asterisk would necessarily be different. Like, playing through a lockout and getting a ring is one thing. That's just different. Mm-hmm. Playing through, you know, social injustice and a global pandemic. That's well, there's been social thing. injustice for years. Not at the forefront of America's face. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, I ain't, yeah. I'm talking hey, about in the midst of these like right now. Yeah, world, yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. Because mind you, this is one of the biggest movements that happened in decades. Yeah, yeah, so to have that and then a global pandemic going on where like just being around somebody might kill you. When people got their families, it's it's a lot to go on. So. I, I would say personally, like, in 20 years, I'll probably still look at back at this chip. Like I said, a win is a win, so I'm never going to take anybody's chip away from them. But I just, I'm going to always be adamant about it shouldn't have even been played in. But a win is a win is a win is a win. Yeah, I think when we look down from, we, it's recency bias. It's recency bias, and you stop caring about how those points were scored. You stop caring about what took place, and we just look at the wins, the losses, and the definitive winners and losers. The rings, I mean, that's what we pay attention to. So, like you said, Tim, Tim got five. Yeah. We don't even, I mean, we talk about 99 being a ring, and that's it. We say he got 99, and he went, and he got some more, and, and yeah. he became the, the best power forward ever touched the rock. Like, that, that's how we that's how we shake it down. We don't even question what took place mm-hmm. in, those, in that lockout For season. Sure. And I think that'll be the same way here. Brian gets a chip, he got four. Unfortunately, I think, I think this year will be remembered more in terms of 
how those how it was handled, how everything went, and I think that just because the process was different. Mm-hmm. Now, but in terms of an asterisk, no. Nah, the bigger question is, in time, would the NBA be able to spin this? Like, let's say Braun wins this. Would they they're already doing spin? it. They're already trying. You know, they're already doing this. it. Would right. they be able to spin the narrative where this chip was harder to yeah, get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already so, doing it. And how's that? I mean, in the moment, we're everybody's all in like on it. Stupid, right? Everybody's in, in on 20 it. Twenty years, I kids be like, Dad, like, Braun won the hardest chip ever to get. He's the greatest. Braun like, fought yeah. police. Yeah, you're gonna try to treat him like Braun's Dr. King or something like that. Like, Braun scored on the police with a COVID mask on, Dad. So to answer your question, like, what's the difference here between the lockout short Mm -hmm. season and this? Biggest difference is, and we had our whole conversation about this off air. We're probably about to have it again. Biggest difference is when the lockout season happens, everybody comes into training camp knowing the situation. We know we're only going to play 50 games, and we know we're going to go straight into the playoffs. This season, it was... Nobody had any idea this was coming. And granted, nobody could prepare for it. Nobody's fault. It just is what it is. You then got a four-month layoff in between the playoffs and the regular season. That has never happened in any sport, I believe. It's unprecedented. And I've heard Jackie McMullen say this. I've heard Brian Windhorst say this. They're like, they've talked to a number of coaches. They're like, yo, we don't even look at this as the same season. Like, it's just a different season now. Completely different. So, and that's where the line comes in. It's like, well... Are you really a champion of that season? Or are you just like I said? I'm almost of the term now. Like, just call it the NBA it's Invitational. It's the Invitational. Like, it's the NBA Invitational. Like, we're I was not telling tomorrow last season. night. I want to see the summer league jerseys. Like, let's not try to let's not call this the NBA Finals because it's not. It, that's my and that's where I'm at. I'm like, and that's why I'm stepping up. Like, I don't really care who wins. Like, you didn't win that season. You won this tournament. Good for you. This is the best open gym ever. And that's what it feels like. This is the best. It feels like it's going to be the best, most entertaining open gym experience we can ever. Truth be told, who's going to be the most entertaining person mic'd up? They're going to already already talking about delaying it. That's easy money. They're going to have to delay it. I mean, I mean, I know that. I'm just saying, who's going to be the most entertaining person? Russ. 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 Yeah. Easy. I think he's generally always entertaining. He's always entertaining. Yeah. Russ. Uh, who else? Who's gonna I go Luca. Luca's pretty funny. He's a funny guy. He's a funny dude, basically. I don't know if he's like. I don't know if people. Will ben be watch saying him. some crazy stuff. He actually do. Ben be saying. <laughs> he some actually do. Wild. He do be wild. Joel. Oh man, that might actually be it. Gia, I'll I'll say this: the most I think entertaining mic'd up series from a verbal standpoint might be Philly Milwaukee. <laughs> That's true. I think Joel, Ben, and Giannis all on the same I don't floor. Know, that Lakers Clippers series might be. But Kawhi's not going to say a lot. I don't but think it's going to be Pat Bev. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like Pat right. Bev. But I think it might just. I, I think listen to Pat Bev. He might be the only one talking, I think, on the floor, really. Yeah. Like, they're going to be talking team defensively, but, like, yeah. Kawhi don't really say nothing. Because Kawhi's not saying anything, I don't think PG's going to be saying anything. Like, LeBron true. don't talk lately. Yeah, like, yeah. He actually does. It's very on the sneak, but Bron LeBron's slick with it. Now, yeah. More his actions. Mm-hmm. Like if you love to look at his facial expressions, he like, carries he himself like he respects people. Yeah, so LeBron, ways, LeBron, you know. the king of doing the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he he will. I don't. I don't. I feel like. I feel like AD. I think it depends on if you try him. That's then true. then he'll take it there. I feel like if if we're not gonna say anything, he's just gonna do his thing. But well, you got the Morris twins on the court too. Yeah. But I think, I mean, Lou, I think it's Lou's kind of like, if you want to take it there, we can. That's true. 
Trez, Trez would definitely be. I just don't see a lot of talking going on in that series. Yeah, that's yeah, me neither. I feel like everybody's going to be on their best behavior now because there's no sound to drown them out. So Yeah. I, feel I like don't believe that at too. all. I think I don't believe that at all. I think they would. Basketball brings out a different person. It do, but but when, not when, when you got <laughs> when you got thirty million dollars like, on the line. Think about like Basketball really, brings out a different really think about some of the things like these guys can like, say. They go reckless on the court. They, you cannot, you cannot. I mean, that's why the true. Un- that's any rumor. Y'all remember the rumor when it was like KG had said to yeah, Melo. Yeah. You know, oh, he like, did say it. Yeah. That ain't a rumor. He Melo said it. What did he say? He said, uh, that's all your wife <laughs> says, like, honey, nut Cheerios. You can't, like, come he on. He said man. that to him. Melo was at the bus. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was a top tier moment. And I loved it. What did he say to Charlie? What did he say to Charlie Miller with David? Oh my gosh! Something about being a cancer survivor. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, like KG could KG be here. Wow. You can't. KG, you can't. KG couldn't survive cancel culture. Like that would have been. You it, can't no. say that. I don't think KG would care about. It. He would say f cancel culture <laughs> on Twitter. He would say that. Like, <laughs> and they go out for twenty seven mm-hmm, and eleven. Mm-hmm. Like I <laughs> four I, blocks, three steals. I just don't think you can get the unfiltered content on regular TV. Like, that has to be pay-per-view. And I'll pay for it. <laughs> I will pay for it. I will pay for it. I will pay for that. I will pay for that. We'll like, if we can League, all put in on NBA League Pass. If we'll League Pass did that, <laughs> I will pay for that. If League we'll Pass that. did that, I would pay like, for it. We'll all put up for that. I mean, they, we got League Pass. But they don't do that. Yeah, they don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't pay regular so League Pass. I said, please don't delay. Professor Finesse. So, yeah, they started talking about the delay. I said, please, please, please have a version where, like, let let it rock, please, because that's this what I so want to hear. That's what I want to hear, and I don't think anybody's going to censor themselves. I don't, I don't. I just don't agree with that. When you're playing basketball, anybody who's a real hooper understands like you would just cross over into another spin, you just cross over into another area, and now you're just hooping. Everything is just second nature. Whatever is said is said. And then when the game is over, you hug it out and say, I love you. But I mean, <laughs> if you do, sometimes. if you do, yeah, if, you love sometimes. Them, if you don't, sometimes. then I mean, you, your wife tastes like honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> but I mean, if you, <laughs> but that's only, that's basketball. So I can, I'm not going to, I'm not expecting Russ to hold his tongue. I'm not expecting Joel to hold his tongue. I'm not expecting any of them to hold their tongue. Only person out there that's got to do that is Bronzo. And everybody else, it is what it is. Chris Paul, he's known for not holding his tongue. He's known for saying whatever he wants to Facts. refs, to coaches, Facts. who cares? Like, he gets stole off on a couple <laughs> times. Ray John Rondo, another one. Real like, talk, I think we're about to find out how much refs get abused on this. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Now, they talk to these grown men like they say some foul. The amount of tolerance you got to, like, we always talk about, um, what's my dude, Brothers? Oh, yeah, uh, Tony, Tony Brothers. We always yeah. talk about him and, like, and his level of tolerance <laughs> and how he be going off. I'd be like, you don't know what he probably heard. 20, 20 plays before that. Like. One of the most, I'll say this, one of the more guys that are pretty foul with their mouth. Don't call a foul for KD when he's in the post. Yeah, that's true. Let him get hit in the post on his turnaround and you don't call it. I've seen him. He's been I, like that since that Memphis series. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him say some foul stuff. Granted, he gets fouled a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That, like yeah. that series, people yeah. forget about that Memphis series when he had to go, he, he didn't have Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And Memphis was just beating the crap out of him. That was that game, too. And he just couldn't like you knew he wasn't gonna win, but he was trying so hard, and they were just beating him up. That was what thirteen, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was just fed up after that. That's when he really became like. Dude, that's one of those teams. He said, "Like I couldn't imagine going to them." Like when they were like, "Why did you go to the Warriors?" He was like, "I didn't see them in rivals, Memphis." (laughs) Right. (laughs) Facts. They stole off on them a couple times. 
shit. Oh man, Tony Allen's doing him dirty. <laughs> Shout out Tony Allen, man. Good shit though. I'm all play hard, Tony man. Allen. Play hard. That's a guy with the play hard. But yeah, the NBA Invitational. It's it's whatever. Hey man, I know you're rooting for Harden though, man. Baby Thunder. <laughs> he better show up. Baby Thunder. He better show up. If he don't, you know it's the NBA Invitational. Make make so the make the make the eighteen <laughs> bubble play for the first round pick. First pick. No, nah, that's not fair. Yeah, the it is. Because then the Warriors win it at. Steph play <laughs> come back. Like, weren't they gonna Weren't they gonna get it? The, I mean, the they're projected to, but you're trying to get a guarantee. It's still we, a lot of now. Trying to get a guarantee. Yeah, it's a lottery, all right. It is. Oh, all right. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, it's a lottery. Right. About to go off. <laughs> Conspiracy theory leak. Here we go. But we all we all know <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's not even the, that's not even the most wildest conspiracy that's one. Not. I think it's actually a true one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fixed to a certain degree. But we're not supposed to know that. Yeah. That's why it's a conspiracy. Allegedly. Oh man! Um, shout out to we getting out of here. Yeah, we getting out of here. Shout out to the Bob Brothers. They signed with Rock Nation. Yeah. Um, Trey Young with the clutch for it too. Trey Young with the clutch yep, for it. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. 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 Lebron's gonna want to make the football. He already does want to. Shout out to Lebron. He just signed a new uh, hundred mil. Yep. New deal with his um his Long um yep. Oh yeah. Spring Hill Entertainment. So, uh, LeBron once again, you know, digs his feet into the rest of the world. Continues to dominate. All right, y'all got shout outs. Shout out Maya Moore. Gave up her 2019 NBA WNBA season. Yeah. Uh, mind you, prime like most dominant, one of the most dominant WNBA players ever. With four rings. Completely set out. And two mind finals you, MVPs. And. Women like they don't get paid nearly like like how the men do in basketball. We all know this. So she had a lot monetarily that she was giving up as well to fight for uh, a social injustice that happened to one of her friends, uh, Jonathan Irons. She actually mm-hmm. got him freed. He was sentenced to fifty years in prison off yep. of, uh, burglary and assault charges, and she gave up her entire season to fix that. So when people say like you like claim the NBA, you can do more. Help or whatever. I just want to point to Maya Moore, who did set out from her platform to individually give her all to the good fight. So, just saying, there are examples out there. Definitely, definitely, most definitely. We talked about Maya Moore before. Um, so this this is something that we've already recognized, but it's never too much to not shout out someone who's doing that much for the community, that much for it. Um, yeah, that are human. So, um, Leek, y'all shout outs? Nah, I'm straight as far as shout outs for today. Um, but just, I want to see this basketball more so, but I don't, I want to see, I would be cool if all the stars just didn't play. Like, I'm not much of a basketball junkie. Like, I just want the guys that are going to be on the floor, give me a competitive game to watch. Okay. Guys. It is July 6th, 5th, 5th. Yeah. we are about a month and a day mm-hmm. from one year of doing know, this pod. I know, it's crazy. Wow, time is flying. One year doing this pod, so I'm proud of you guys. Hey, we've come a long way from arguing about Draymond every pod. Yeah, right, man, right, yeah, right. Yeah, we had to talk content, about it. Right. That, was a lot, that was an off-air conversation. We are not <laughs> talking about Draymond. 
It just got nowhere to stop. <laughs> it's For as much as you talk about him, you would think he'd be cutting up a check. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I'll take it. But um, one year, one year, I guess we'll do the, the whole thank yous and stuff like that when that one year comes. But I, I was like, yo, we right there. We do appreciate everyone, everyone who has supported the pod thus far. We got some big news on the way. We're not going to announce it today, but we'll announce it pretty, pretty soon. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. What? When people say they got to tell you something, but they can't they tell you tell right you. now. <laughs> you want me to tell them? No, no, no don't tell them. You oh, shouldn't have just brought it up at all. Oh. Yeah, because now I'm going to get DMs in my in, in my account like, yo, what's the big news? I'm going to lie. Good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So the news drops. Now you just, you just put me in a, in a predicament. No, man. Do what you're supposed to do. You do your business. <laughs> it's Christ. So... <laughs> How does um, that correlate? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Wrap this up, Greg. I don't know. But yeah, so we got some, like I said, we got some big news that's coming on the way. Y'all be on the lookout. Um, as always, continue to support. Subscribe if you haven't. Share with somebody else who likes basketball. This podcast is all about, you know, fan perspective, but also some guys who've been around basketball their entire lives. So Brian, coach, lead coach, I've played. Jamon's been a long-time fan, been playing his entire life. So, I mean, we know this game. We care about this game. We love this game, and we just want to see it improve and give y'all something to watch outside of ESPN. So, as always, Beastly Breed the Game. We love you. Be safe. We out.